Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Yasodanandana Brajajanaranjana Yasodanandana Brajajanaranjana Brajajanaranjana Yamunatiyaravanachari Yamunati Aravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama Rama Rama, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare.
हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories all glories to shri shri guru and shri goranga <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam on the Nada's instructions on Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, Chapter 5, Text 6. Is that right? It's 6? It says? Sa Vai Bhavan Veda Samasta Guyam Upasito Yat Purusa Puranam Paravareso Manasaiva Visvam Sidrat Yavat Yatsi Gunai I'm sorry. Shri Jayat Avati Avat Yati Gunayar Asanga Savai Bhava Veda Samas Daguyam. 
Vaibhavan Veda Samastaguyam Upasitoyat Purusapuranam Paravareso Manasari Manasaiva Vishvam Swajat Yavat Yati Gunir Asanga Savai Bhavam Veda Samastaguyam Upasitoyat Purusa Puranam Paravar eso manasaiva visvam Shridat yavavet yatigunir asaga Please Sa, thus, vai, certainly, bhavan, yourself, veda, no, sam, sam, uh, sam, samasta, all inclusive, guyam, confidential, Upasita, devotee of, yat, because, purusa, the personality of Godhead, purana, the oldest, paravaresa, the controller of the material and spiritual worlds. Manasa, mine. Eva, only. Visvam, the universe. Srajatit, create, creates. Avidati, Aveti, I'm sorry, Aveti Ati, annihilate, Guya, by the qualitative matter, Asanga, unattached, translation by Shiva Prabhupada. My Lord, everything that is mysterious is known to you because you worship the creator and destroyer of the material world and the maintainer of the spiritual world. 
the original personality of Godhead who is transcendental to the three modes of material nature. Please repeat. My Lord, everything that is mysterious is known to you because you worship the creator and destroyer of the material world and the maintainer of the spiritual world. The original personality of Godhead who is transcendental to the three modes of material nature. Purport by his divine grace should have followed upon. A person who is cent percent engaged in the service of the Lord is the emblem of all knowledge. Such a devotee of the Lord is full perfection of devotional service. Let me read that again, please. Such a devotee of the Lord in full perfection of devotional service is also perfect by the qualifications of the personality of Godhead. As such, the eightfold perfections of mystic, of mystic power, asata, asat, siddhi, uh, constitute very little of his godly opulence. A devotee like Narda can act wonderfully by his spiritual perfection, which every individual is trying to attain. Srila Narda, uh, Narda is a cent percent perfect living being, although not equal to the personality of Godhead. So in the previous verse, Livyasade said that all that was spoken about him was correct, but he still wasn't pacified because um, Nada was explaining to Vyasadev about his despondency. And now Nada is responding. I mean, Srila uh, Vyasadev is responding to Nada and praising him. And uh, for his knowledge. And in the purport, it's Srila Prabhupada explains that a person who is cent percent engaged in the service of the Lord. And in the service of the Lord, this process of having, of obtaining faith in the Lord, of complete faith, starts with Shraddha. It starts with Shraddha. Of the nine processes of Bhakti Yoga, in the beginning, there, there must be faith. It starts off with faith. And that faith need, needs to grow continuously throughout our devotional career. Because the whole point is to be completely in remembrance of Krishna. Just before I came here, I was in Miami 
And I was doing the Christmas marathon. And on the Sunday feast, one devotee from Cuba, whose father had passed away recently, was explaining the story of his father and his shraddha, his faith, in the process that Srila Prabhupada has laid down. And we are doing all of this. Everything we do is to remember Krishna and not to forget Krishna. That is the point of all of this. And it doesn't matter how scholarly you are. It doesn't matter what your position is in the material world. It doesn't matter what's in your bank account, what kind of car you have, what kind of house you live in. None of these things matter. The only things that matter is your complete surrender at the lotus feet of Guru and Krishna. And your constant remembrance in your performance of devotional service. And by, by great fortune, in this, in this, in Srila Prabhupada's ISKCON movement, we have so many examples, not only from the Srimad Bhagavatam, for this wonderful literature that Prabhupada has composed and for us, but also in our personal lives. And so I met this one devotee, as I was saying, whose father was from Cuba. Didn't speak very much English, English. But he was very, very, very persistent and he was very stubborn. And he grew up in the time when Fidel Castro ruled and was very, very, uh, 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 the communist system was very, very dominant in Cuba. And he, and, and, and during that time in the fifties, the early fifties and sixties, I guess it's in that time, if you said anything against the government, there's no questions asked. You would be killed. I mean, there are, there are people who are in, in Miami right now who are from Cuba, and they've actually experienced this. Family members who opposed, objected to some of the um, philosophies and teachings and the polit- politics of Fidel Castro, and they were shot on the spot. There's no question. So this one devotee's father was very outspoken like that. He was always very out. He was always questioning. And finally, he got in contact with Krishna consciousness. And he pursued this attitude throughout his Krishna conscious career. He was an older gentleman because in the 50s, I guess he was, he was in his, you know, 30s or something like that. And finally, he made it to America, and he made it to Miami. And I hope I don't—I hope I don't mess the story up. But the son became a very, very, very nice devotee. I only met him once, and I do not remember his name. But I'm going to get all his information, and um, he's actually putting a book together. And he was explaining how. His father took to heart Shraddha, this faith in devotional service, this faith in Srila Prabhupada, 
this faith in the process of bhakti yoga, this faith in Krishna consciousness, this faith in the holy name. And he took full shelter of the holy name. He constantly chanted. He also was very extravagant. He was an artist. And in his studio, on the top of the walls, he just painted over and over and over and over again the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Then he began to chant fanatically and he put his full faith in the holy name. So he was actually, as his purport starts to begin, a person who was sent percent engaged in the service of the Lord in Shravanam Kirtanam. And he had this determination. And one of, the, one of his points, one of his strong points, because he had a very, very difficult life, and one of his strong points that he really took to heart is, I do not want to come back to this material world. When he was in Miami, when classes were given or he saw certain devotees or he heard certain of the, you know, temple policies, because of his very strong will and opposition, he would question, even if some of the instructions were correct, he would still be, because he was very stubborn and at that time older, he would, he would challenge. So now moving along in his life, he's getting older in his 60s, late 60s, early 70s, something in that area. And his body began to, you know, deteriorate as this happens in old age. And he took shelter more and more of the holy name. He chanted and he chanted and he chanted and he chanted. And he wound up in the hospital and he continued to chant. And he continued to, to have full faith in, 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 this, in this quote that we always say is to always remember Krishna and never forget Krishna. And everything that came out of his mouth from a certain point until the day he left his body was the holy name. And his son showed me a video, which is extraordinary. And it kind of reminds me of Srila Prabhupada's last days. And also some of the videos that some of you may have seen of Prabhupada. And also Bhakti Tirtha Swami. We have some examples of devotees who took this message of heart. Is that we remember Krishna right up to the time of death. And then we don't have to come back to this miserable material world again. We don't have to get a material body again. We don't have to continue this cycle of birth and death. So the whole goal is to have that complete faith. And on this video, it shows as he's lying down, as he's lying down and just about ready to leave his body, he just, he's almost going unconscious. 
And in the video, you can see he's just chanting. His eyes are closed. He's losing consciousness. And you can hear him continuously mutter out of his voice, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, and Rama. And I wish I could show you the video because it's really, it's heart touching the way this man left this world and how he took this message of Krishna conscious to heart. And the last thing he said before he left was, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And then you could see he just left. It's, and his son recorded this video, and it's extraordinary. It's very moving. And when I saw that, it really took to heart the importance of what we're doing. Why do we do all these things? What is it for? Why do we get up in the morning? Why do we come before the deity? Why do we offer our food? Why do we have respect for God brothers and God sisters? Why do we all this whole process? Why do we, why do, we do this? What is the point? And the whole point is to reestablish our love, our love for Krishna. And that's something that we practice every day. Practice, they say, makes perfect. In the nine stages of bhakti yoga, as I said earlier, the first process of this is faith. And then is sadhu sangha, vajana kriya, and it goes on, ruchi, asakti, and then bhava, love. But it starts off with the basic, the basic foundation. And this is what Srila Vyasadeva is, is saying about Narada Muni. Is because he has this wonderful characteristic and he has this qualification of devotional service in perfection of the personality of God and that all the mysteries are open to him. He's glorifying the wonderful qualities of Narda that we're, we're all trying to attain these qualities in our lives we're all trying to perfect you know all of our performance and devotional service Prabhupada always quoted very uh, this one verse Man Bhava Mad Bhakto, 1865, repeatedly in a lot of his lectures. And this is Krishna speaking. Krishna is saying, Krishna is saying, always think of me, become my devotee, worship me, and offer your homage unto me. This is Krishna speaking. Thus you will come to me without fail. He's guaranteeing this. Krishna is saying, you do this, you will come to me without fail. And he says, I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. This is also the exchange that took place on the battlefield of Kurukshetra between Arjuna and Krishna. You know, Krishna was the charioteer driver of Arjuna and Arjuna was the friend of Krishna. And because of this, this friendship developed and it changed when 
when Arjuna realized that he needed to take shelter of a spiritual master and surrender and give up the false ego, give up all these demands of the mind. That's one thing about the mind. The mind has a tendency to do two main functions, and that is to accept and reject. And it's almost like a ping-pong game, back and forth. It's very disturbing for someone who cannot control the mind. In the Sri Upanishads, the first text, it's Vacho Vegam, Manasakrota Vegam. And he explains that a person who can control the urges of the tongue, belly, and genitals is able to make, and the mind, the mind's demands, the urges of the tongue, belly, and genitals, is able to make disciples all over the world. Controlling the mind. That is also an exercise that we do every day because the mind is constantly accepting something and rejecting something. I want this. I don't want that. I want to do this. I want to eat that constantly, like this game, this ping pong game. And the process of controlling the mind is this maha mantra, just like this man when he died and left his body, he had the maha mantra. And that's where we're going to really be able to get this control of the mind and the senses. And we really do have to be, we had, the determination needs to be there to understand that this is our only refuge. It is the, out of all the ages that have passed, Lord Chaitanya has made it very simple. And we had, and, and Srila Prabhupada as well, you know, previous, during his time they were chanting 64 rounds. Some devotees are doing that today. Some devotees are taking to heart and chanting 32 rounds, which is wonderful. But Prabhupada said the bare minimum, 16 rounds. 16 rounds. Very little time that we have to dedicate out of a 24-hour period. And then from that, from that junction, from that start point, that should really just uh, help us throughout our entire day, whether we're parents whether we're teachers, doctors, lawyers, anyone in any profession, computer engineers, right down to the person who is in the temple sweeping the floor, the devotees who are doing glorious servings, service, like today as we can see, dressing the deities, which are so beautiful. We're so blessed here to have such beautiful, beautiful deities to take refuge of. And the devotees really put their heart here. I've seen this, and as we all know, they put their heart into really serving their Lordship with love. So we're very, very fortunate in that manner. And another, and also in the in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada says. Uh, I'm sorry, there's one verse that says, Anya Chetam Satatam Yomam Smarati Nityasa Taziyaha Tazi, and I'm doing a really bad job of this, but my Sanskrit is not so good. Taz Yaham Sur Laba 
partha nitya yuktasya yogina. And that is in the, that's the Bhagavad Gita verse where Krishna is saying in 8.14, for one who always remembers me with without deviation, I am easy to obtain, O son of Partha. Because of his constant engagement and devotional service, And again, devotional service starts with the holy names. Chanting, chanting Hare Krishna is devotional service. In the Srimad Bhagavatam 127, Krishna says, Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojana Janayatya Asu Varagyam Gnanam cha yad ahai to come. By rendering devotional service unto the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from the world. So every place we turn, we can actually just go to any one of Srila Prabhupada's books and flip over to any section, any page, and very clearly it is explained how simple it is to constantly, actually simple but very difficult at the same time, because again we mentioned a little earlier about the mind and the mind wanting to do so many things, and some of those things aren't very conducive to devotional service, and we have to constantly bring the mind back. But it's in Prabhupada's books, it's very clearly explained how we can just take shelter and refuge. And every day, every day, we come together like this all over the world. This same process, what we're doing here is happening. Devotees gather together and we're reading Srimad Bhagavatam. And in some small way, we're trying to speak. We're asking Krishna and Srila Prabhupada and all the gurus to help us speak something nice to give, to present to other devotees so that we can take this with us and we can remember the importance of what we do. 24 hours. 24 hours we should be engaged in Krishna consciousness. Regardless of if you're with your child or driving a bus or driving to work or shopping, whatever we do, Krishna should be the forefront of that. We should understand that. Because as it's been said time and time, is death at any moment. We do not know when the time of death is going to uh, occur. And we have to be prepared. That's the, you know, that's the exam, that's the final test. In the summer, this recent, this, this past summer in August, I was traveling with Kalakanta Prabhu. And actually on our journey, we came through Dallas. As some of you may have remember, we drove all the way up to eight or nine, ten temples. We drove up to uh, Portland, um, Oregon. And when we were in Portland, I was driving the vehicle. And I was completely alert. I wasn't sleepy. I was completely alert because 
Kalakanta and I were very, Kalakanta was very firm on saying that, you know, we, we had two hour shifts driving the van. And at any time, if either of us were feeling any tiredness that we should at least, you know, pull over and talk and we'll just, you know, work it out. But don't try to push it because we, a lot of us, um, I've heard so many stories of devotees falling asleep at the wheel and, 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 and tragedy occurs. So we're very, very concerned about that. So I was driving the vehicle and the traffic came to a sudden stop. And so I had to put a little pressure on and put in, and, 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 and hit the brakes. And Kalakanta was sitting next to me and he was resting. His eyes were closed. And as soon as the car came to a stop, it, it, it jolted him and he, he, and, and, he, and, he, and he came up and he said, Oh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna. And he started chanting. And I thought to myself, wow, he passed the test. Because if that was a situation where it was the end of his life, he had Krishna on his mind. Right away he came out of his sleep. And when he saw himself in danger, he immediately went to the holy name. He immediately took shelter of Krishna. And I thought to myself, wow. I have a lot of work to do because that wasn't my thought. So we all have a lot of work to do. It's just to always just keep chanting Krishna's name. Always. Such a wonderful gift that we have. It's such a precious gift that we have. In one, um, um, a statement from Brahmananda on <clears throat> happenings on the Lower East Side, Swamiji, there's one very nice statement that he makes. And he says, as soon as the chanting stops, as soon as the chanting stops, Maya comes. And this is something that Srila Prabhupada would say repeatedly, Brahmananda was explaining. It was something that uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati had taught Srila Prabhupada. The safest place, this is a quote from Bhakti Siddhanta, and he said, the safest place in the material world is in the kirtan of the holy names. The safest place in the material world is in the kirtan of the holy name. That's our only safety. There's nothing else to really grab onto. There's nothing else to hold onto. And that's one of the things that is very frustrating for non-devotees because they really can't take shelter very much. They can take shelter of intoxication. They can take shelter of sex. They can take shelter of gambling, sporting activities. They can, they can take shelter of these things only for a short period of time, and then it's over. It's over, and they're looking for something else to run to. 
Whereas in the holy names, you can chant all day long and just be so satisfied. It's so satisfying. When I was a, when I was a tennis pro, one of my, and I was teaching at a summer camp, one of my responsibilities was taking the kids ten and under to an amusement park. So I was in New England and I had, and I was responsible for two bus loads of ten year olds. And yes. <laughs> and actually about maybe 30 staff who were as, whose behavior was equal with the 10 year olds. They were college students from all over the country, all over the world. And so we'd pull up to the amusement park, the bus would stop, everyone's so excited, you know, the, 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 all the rides and all the games and the water park and toys and just a whole day of fun. And so we would make our way to the park and basically my job was because we had all of the kids were in groups of, of uh, groups of eight with one staff, one counselor as they were going all through the park. And it was just very interesting to see how Even to get on a ride, it was, it was, you know, it was 80, 85 degrees outside. The sun is blaring hot. And to get on one ride, sometimes you would have to wait 45 minutes just standing there and creeping along to get on one ride. And then you get up to the ride and you get on and in three minutes it's done. That's the experience of the material world. It's such a build-up. It's such a build-up. And at the end, it's such a disappointment. It's not fulfilling. It really is not fulfilling. And then you go to another ride, and you do the same thing. You stand in line. I mean, how is that enjoyment? So, you know, you spend... You spend five hours at these parks and 85, 90% of your time you're standing in line. And so at the end, these kids happen to be very, very wealthy as well because they're at a tennis camp. It's very, very exclusive and they're very wealthy. So their parents, you know, give them $100, $200 to spend at these amusement parks. And these kids stuff themselves with all kinds of garbage. And they buy all kinds of garbage. And all of the garbage that they buy at the end of camp ends up in the garbage. And then I particularly took notice at the end, when I was getting all of the kids in the group and making sure that everybody was, you know, counted for, and I was watching people leave the amusement park and they were so drained. There was, no one was, really, no one was smiling. No one was happy. You could see that they, they weren't fulfilled in this, fulfilled in this experience that they had to get up in the morning, get dressed, drive all the way here, get in line, get a ticket, spend the whole day in line, go on a ride, eat some nonsense. You know, and then the end of the day, you know, it comes and they're just, there's nothing. There's nothing gained. Absolutely nothing gained. 
You know, you go up and down on some ride. You go sideways and sideways, and you spin around and get dizzy. This is this is this is perfect. This is happiness. And in all the activities, it's the same way. Whether you go to a concert or any any activity in the material world, you know. Now, there is some. The, the mind is uh, satisfied for a few minutes. You know, the smells, the sounds. Everybody getting. Everyone looks happy. Everyone's putting on a. You know, there used to be a song, "Put on a happy face." So everyone puts on a happy face, and they're going, and they're really, really, really in the mood of enjoyment. That energy is there. That I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to have fun at the amusement park. But it's disappointing at the end. And the day moves on and it's finished. And you've spent so much time wasted. It's a, it's a complete wasted day. You know, maybe it is something to experience. I, everyone, you know, I mean, if you, know, you want to experience that. And there are some people who, you know, go to the amusement park every day. Because they, they just they just are constantly trying to, you know, be happy on these rides. And it's it's... A, they, they take shelter. You know, we take shelter of sitting here and serving the deities. You know, and they take shelter of the rat. You know, Disney World. I remember as a child, I also went to Disney World in the 70s. And I like the experience. I don't remember so much the lines and all, but so there is some there is something that fills your time and you know completely makes you stop thinking for a few minutes, you know. And there's so many people there and there's so many things going on, but it's not the perfection of life. Krishna consciousness gives the opportunity to really end the, the 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 suffering of the material world, and we, as we said before, the safest place in the material world is in the kirtan of the holy names. That is what Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati said, or and had taught Srila Prabhupada. And what is the reason for this? Why is the safest place in the material world uh, the kirtan of the holy names? Why is it? And the reason is simple. The reason is simple. It's that all the senses are engaged in the chanting. And Maya has no way to sneak in. You see? So when you're engaged and you're fully engaged in chanting and doing your service, Maya can't enter. And a lot, we've, ex- you know, so many of us have experienced that. That when we're, you know, even in, you know, in haste, we're running around and we're really trying to serve Krishna in festivals or, you know, trying to get on the altar or trying to cook for Krishna. And we're really just, you know, we're really just going for it. It's, but it brings such satisfaction because our minds are fully engaged in that service. We are getting that, that ruchi. We're getting that taste.
So we see that in the material also. And Prabhupada would say this a lot is the, he would mention this a lot on the suffering of the material world. That, uh, and also in the Bhagavad Gita 13.9, Krishna says that uh, the real suffering of the material world are four. Janma, Mritya, Jara, and Vyadhi. That is birth, death, disease, old age, and disease. And in the history of the world, no one has been successful in conquering these miseries imposed by material nature. No one. Nature, Prakriti, is so strong that no one could overcome her stringent laws. So taking shelter of the Holy Name is the way of conquering the stringent laws of material nature and is our only hope and refuge. I I have another story I would like to tell before I end this class today. And it's about remembering the holy name. And it's material. It's 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 because in so many ways I once heard that even Sometimes a, a fool, someone who's a fool, can give good instructions. And in our day-to-day life, so many times when we're trying to surrender, you know, Krishna gives us, sends us examples and shows us, as he says, you know, um, uh, what is it? Tesam satata yuktanam bhajatam pitipurvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yenam mamu today To those who are constantly devoted in serving me with love, and I give the understanding by which they can come to me. So Krishna is always giving us little examples, you know, putting out little feelers for us to, to hold on to, to take shelter in our times of difficulty, you know, that we can remember Krishna. And we're talking about remembering Krishna and how um, Narada Muni was um, being praised for his, you know, exemplary understanding and dedication to Krishna. And in our lives, we also have examples of people who come into our lives, of circumstances that happened. And so at one point when I was in a, in a, in a again, in a, in, a, in a summer camp and I was, this was a girl's camp and there were, uh, my daughters were there. Both of my daughters were with me and we went for, uh, I was there for maybe seven, uh, five or six summers, something like that. And the, and we have about 350 girls from eight years old to 15 years old come into these camps with so many activities. Very, very, uh, very, very high-end camp. A lot of the children are come from very, very affluent, affluent families. And so you spend, uh, they spend seven weeks at this camp. And it's exciting for the girls to come to get away from New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and some of them come from Florida and all over the country, but predominantly the Northeast. The camp is located in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. So on opening day, one summer, there were eight buses pull in and all the girls come off the bus and they're so excited to see their counselors and their instructors and teachers from the previous summer. And this one girl runs up to me. I, she's eight years old or so. And she runs up to me and she gives me a big hug and she looks at me and she says, What's my name? And so I looked at her and 
I didn't have a clue of what her name was. I think I may have taught this girl tennis once the previous summer. I had no idea who she was. And she was very, very excited. And so I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even know who she is. But she wanted, she, she wanted to know. She said to me, what is my name? What's my name? And she was so excited. And so I'm, I'm thinking and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm in trouble. I don't know who this child is. And I don't know her name. And luckily my daughter was behind the girl. And my daughter's waving her hand and she says, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. But the girl didn't hear. So I look at the girl and I'm, and then I really, I have to play this out now, you know, so I scratch my head and I'm thinking, I look, I say, oh, Sarah. She's, ah! She's so happy and she, she grabs and gives a hug. What is the point in that? Just by remembering her name, she became happy. She, that's all she wanted. You know, she didn't want an iPhone 9 or 10 or 15. She didn't want a new doll. She did. She just wanted someone to remember. She wanted reciprocation. And when I said her name, she was happy. And right away I realized, oh my goodness, that's what Krishna is saying. Krishna is saying, what is my name? And when we say Krishna's name, he's, he, he's happy. He reciprocates. So then it made me at that particular point think, like, because I wasn't thinking of Krishna in that moment of trying to, you know. But I was engaged in my service, in the service I had to do. I was responsible, my, you know, my, as, as a family, when I was in family life, but my responsibility was to take care and to teach these kids tennis. So I was engaged with that. But also, it made me think that at the same time, I should always be thinking of and remembering Krishna, I actually had a little set of beads that I used to always carry with me all the time. They were, you know, sometimes devotees have these little, these little beads, you know, with the, maybe eight or nine or ten beads on them, whatever number there is, and you just you keep them in you uh, in your hand in this way. And so I, it, you know, I didn't have a clicker, but I had the beads. And at that time, I didn't have the beads, and immediately I I, I have the beads. And I was realizing when I was looking at one of the camp yearbooks. And in a lot of the pictures that were taken when I was with the children, I always had these beads in my hand. And I was, you know, like this. And it was, it was interesting because the kids took notice. They would always say, what, why are you always carrying those beads around? Every time I see you have these, what are these beads for? And I would say, well, they're my worry beads. They're my worry beads. And so when I didn't have the beads, the kid would say, oh, where are your worry beads? So there are little ways that of you know little ways of 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 us to try to re- remember Krishna and Krishna is always showing us he's helping us you know to realize the importance of remembering him if we're making that effort you know as he says he gives the understanding by which we can come to him and we we take this to heart you know Krishna consciousness is 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 joyfully performed this is this is really where the fun is. The fun is really here, not the amusement park. The fun is here. The love is here. The relationships are here. And they're real. This is, you know, this is what's happening right here. And people are missing out. 
You know, there should be, outside of Kalakanji, there should be, you know, to get into the temple, there should be just lines of people waiting for hours to get into the temple, just as they do in an amusement park, to spend a few seconds on some nonsense ride. So translation again. My Lord, everything that is mysterious is known to you because you worship the Creator and destroyer of the material world and the maintainer of the spiritual world, the original personality of Godhead, who is transcendental to the three modes of material nature. So that concludes text six. And we're going to conclude. So if there's any comments, any corrections, or any questions that anyone has, they can present them now. Jai. Thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.